Fat Tango presents Last Resort. Then I said, sorry, sir, but that's my penis in your hands. <laughs> Get it? Because he thought I was grabbing a flashlight. Steph? I get it. What I don't get is why you thought I'd laugh the third time you told the story when I didn't laugh the first two times. Or why we're going on this ski trip. (sighs) We're going because Dr. Randall suggested that a weekend away could help us reignite our spark. (sighs) The spark is gone, Kyle. You're breathing air into the corpse of a relationship. (laughs) That's why the phrase is... Reigniting the spark? No. The phrase is, you should have stopped talking to that whore on the phone after the first time I caught you. First of all, that's not even a real phrase. Secondly, she isn't a whore. She's my sister. And what does your sister do for a living? (laughs) She's a phone sex operator. But I've already told you before, she can't take personal calls at work. I was just pretending so she wouldn't get fired. Then why was your dick out? Oh, it was hot. I was just trying to air out the ball pocket. You didn't want to make balls stew. Fuck off. You are harder than cream of wheat on a day-old pot. I don't even know what that means. (sighs) I'm going to take a nap. Wake me when we get there. You know, it's your unwillingness to have real conversations with me that landed us in Dr. Randall's office in the first place. Sleepy time, sister fucker. It's shit like this that landed us in Dr. Randall's office. I can't wait for your funeral. Relax, all right? We're here. Great. Wow. This place is kind of desolate, don't you think? It's Thursday. They probably do most of their business on weekends. I don't know. I don't think there's anyone else here. Huh. Well, I guess it is midnight. Everyone's probably just in bed already. Then where are all the cars? 
Oh, it's probably just a street sweeping tomorrow. And, and no one wants to wake up to move their car, so they move their car from one side of the street to the other side so that there can be street sweeping. Hello? Hello? Hey? Hey? Anyone home? Hello? 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 Anybody home? Hello? 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 If there's someone there, I think they heard you. Well, if they heard, then they would have answered, silly goose. Hello? We'd like to check in, please. Got a reservation for Tommy Salami? No, seriously, Kyle. I don't don't think anyone else is here. Someone has to be here. The lights are all on. Hey, hey. Look at this. Huh. A bunch of newspaper clippings. Who still gets newspapers? I don't know. Some of these are 40, 50 years old. 37 dead in fire at Craven Mental Institute. Another group of hikers go missing near abandoned grounds of mental institution. Locals claim land is haunted. Haunted? Ha! The 80s called. They want their bad horror plot back. You know... (laughs) It's your lazy jokes that landed us in Dr. Randall's office in the first place. Haunted grounds of Craven Mental Institution purchased by inheritor of Fillmore Farms, Clayton Fillmore, after tragic deaths of famous farm-owning people Drew and Kathy Fillmore in pig feeding accident. Clayton Fillmore plans to turn abandoned and feared area into a ski resort. Hey! What's the matter, Steph? You didn't see him come in? No. I was reading. Oh! (laughs) You were reading my history board. A history board? That's right! This here's a collection of articles that highlight the dark past of Sleepy Ski Slopes. History board? Okay, Steph, let's just calm down. Dark past? (gasps) We can do our breathing exercises like Dr. Randall Tiles. What's going on here? Oh, uh, Steph has this thing about haunted places. Oh, my God. I don't have a thing. There's no thing. I just don't go to them. Because why would you go to a haunted place? Why are we at a haunted place, Kyle? You go to one. And we're at one so that you can see there's no such thing as haunted places. None of it is real. Oh, it's real, all right. When this place first opened, business was booming. But people just kept disappearing. And with that, the customers disappeared. People just kept disappearing? Dude. <laughs> there was no one outside. Uh, I listen, wondered why there listen, was no one okay. outside. We're going to be okay. Jesus Christ, Kyle. Don't you listen to ghost haunters? Ghost? I love ghost haunters. I've been trying to get them to come out here for years. You, you think they would with all the haunting and stuff. I mean, I, I think it'd really help with my business. I mean, look around. You mean that show where they fake ghost interactions because there's no such thing as ghosts? Hmm? Uh-oh. You've done it now. Oh. 
Oh, shit. What's happening? His doubt is awakening up the spirits. Uh, Awakening up? Uh, It's an earthquake. Oh. Oh, no. The spirits. You need to stop doubting. God damn it, Kyle. Is doubting all you do? God damn it, you. This is all very, very stupid. It's too late. Kyle, stop doubting. formerly known as Clayton Fillmore is now the representation of the spirits that have grown stronger with your doubts. Okay. Where's the speaker with the weird voice? Your souls are now forfeit and will be consumed one by one, starting with this sad, pathetic man, Clayton Fillmore. Kyle! Do something! Doesn't smell like dry ice. How are you doing that smoke effect? Oh my god. Oh my god, he tore himself in half. He tore himself in half! Oh, sick. Oh, where are the light projectors? Did you use mirrors? Steph? Where'd you go? Nope, nope. Not fucking happening. Steph! Where are you going? Getting the fuck out of here! (laughs) You're overreacting, babe. It's just corn syrup. No, no, that is not corn syrup. You know that is not corn syrup. Taste it. Hmm. Raw corn syrup tastes a little more like iron than I would have suspected. That's because it's not corn syrup. That man just got torn the fuck in half, projecting a spirit voice about our souls being forfeit. This is fucked up and I'm leaving. No, it's just stage effects. He probably used to work at community theater, and after years of dwindling attendance and overbearing directorial habits, he was asked to leave. Then he bought this place and made up the whole thing about haunting to attract tourists. But his bad and obvious effect techniques drove his business away. That is the dumbest thing I have ever heard. If you want to stay here and be dumb, doing dumb people shit, by all means, I don't mind. Just give me the car key so I can leave and avoid all this. I really think you're over... Huh. The car's gone. (sighs) Oh my gosh. Of course, the car's gone. Oh, somebody probably just stole it. Take a look around. Who would steal it? It's the spirits. You piss them off! Just like you piss everyone off! Hey, you piss people off. Wait, do you hear that? People! I'm Chad! And I'm Ryan! And welcome to another episode of Ghost Haunters! The podcast that proves once and for all that ghosts totally do exist. 
That's right, Chad. Thanks to our visit to the Johnson estate, we're now the only ghost hunters to have actual recorded evidence of a paranormal encounter. This week, we're investigating the Sleepy Slope Ski Resort, which is haunted by the 17 inmates whom perished in the Craven Institute fire on this very site 60 years ago today. Whoa! I don't think you used whom properly there. Are you sure? I think in this instance, whom is the object of the verb perished. No, dumbass. You do the he, him, she, her test. You'd say they perished in a tragic fire, not them perished in a tragic fire. Oh, shit. You're right. I'm really bad at grammar. Hey, man, it's a simple mistake that anyone could have made. You shouldn't be so hard on yourself. Thanks, Rai-Rai. You're Rai-Rai-Right. Whoa, do you hear that? Looks like we're not the only thrill seekers out here tonight. Let's see what this guy has to say. Good idea, Ryan. Hey there, and welcome to Ghost Hunters. What's your name? Uh, uh, oh, oh, uh, hey. <laughs> I'm Kyle. <laughs> Is this live? Kyle, what brings you to this haunted resort tonight? Oh, uh, I'm just trying to patch things up with my uptight wife here. <laughs> Hey, can I shout out my sister? Is this the uptight wife? Yep. This is Steph. <laughs> the old ball and chain. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you assholes? Hey, that wasn't very nice. We're being chased by ghosts. We need to get in your car and leave. Oh, we know how to deal with grumpy ghosts. Chad, whip your dick out. Ten inches ahead of you, Ryan. <laughs> Okay, this one's for you, victims of the Craven Institute lobotomy. Whoa! Jump! Oh, holy fuck! Run! No, no, Chad, Chad, Chad. Stay with me, buddy. Stay uh, with me, bud. Uh, Ryan, Ryan, tell my wife, <laughs> my wife, delete my browser history. Uh, Chad. No! You beautiful idiot, run! Ay! Quick, get in here! Pardona me. Uh, you can't hide from ghosts. I would know. I'm a professional. Just shut up and get in there, you drop-dead dumbass. So, I couldn't help but notice that you called the stranger a beautiful idiot? What? Uh, this guy. You called him a beautiful idiot. Then a little later, you called him a drop-dead dumbass which I can only imagine holds the same connotation. Jesus Christ, Kyle, now is the worst time. We need to be quiet. I'm being quiet, and we should do this. Look, Dr. Randall says that we shouldn't hold our feelings inside. When you just tell another man that you find him attractive in front of me and you haven't shown that kind of affection like that to me in years, how do you think that makes me feel? 
And when I find out you can't get it up to fuck me without first calling your sister, who's a phone sex operator, how do you think that makes me feel? Phone sex operator? She might know my mom. Well, that wasn't what I was doing. And even if it was, maybe it's because of you not showing affection to me. We weren't attracted to each other anymore. I'd been whining a... Dr. Randall said we couldn't say the D word. Divorce! For a long time. Catching you with your sister was just the last straw. But you refuse to get a divorce because you see it as giving up, and that's not what you do. It's not. Uh, Why do you want to give up on us? On me? You're not a quitter. Kyle, if I might interject, it's not giving up or quitting. You're just looking at it wrong. Okay, I don't need advice from the beautiful idiot. He's right, though. You're moving forward, not giving up. Your paths crossed for a while, which was cool. But just as paths converge, they also sometimes diverge, which is also cool. Look, I don't care about what you're doing with your sister. I'm not judging you. I just think we should stop pretending we're happy and allow ourselves to move on and actually be happy. Sometimes you have to walk your path alone, and that's okay, because you're never truly alone when you walk with Christ. Wow, that was so beautifully said. Are you religious? I found Jesus after the death of a close friend. Oh, I'm so sorry. What was their name? Chad. Maybe... Maybe you're right. Let me ask you something, Kyle. Why are you so afraid of giving up? Uh, I guess it stems from my childhood. See, when I was about eight, my family and I went to a chocolate factory to see how the candies were made. Turns out it's all pretty boring. A lot of conveyor belts and machines. Automation had taken a lot of people's jobs, you know? But there was one room that was pretty cool. It was where they were keeping heated chocolate that was waiting to be formed into bars or whatever. It was just a room full of these large vats of chocolate, so tall you couldn't see over them. They built a walkway across them, And you could walk across it to see the chocolate. It kind of looked like the Axis Chemicals plant from the first Batman movie. As we were uh, crossing the walkway looking at the chocolate, a bolt somewhere on the bridge must have come loose or something, because all of a sudden, everything shifted. Both my parents fell over the railing. Dad landed on the ground, broke both his ankles, fractured a couple ribs, but otherwise he was fine. Mom... Mom was holding onto the railing, hanging over a vat of molten chocolate. I saw her grip slipping and I reached out to grab her hands. I still remember my dad calling up to me from the ground. Kyle, don't give up. If you give up, your mother will die. She'll die and it will be all your fault. (laughs) I tried. 
I tried so hard to keep a hold of her hand, but it was the afternoon. We'd been eating chocolate nonstop throughout the day. I was so tired and she was so heavy and my grip just kept loosening. Kyle, don't give up for your mother's sake. Then, all of a sudden, all I could hear were the screams as she fell. It felt like a lifetime until... Until suddenly it stopped. They had to wait for the chocolate to cool before anyone could touch it. Not that it would have made a difference. At that temperature, she died almost instantly. Once it was hardened, they were able to slowly chip her body out of the chocolate really gave bittersweet a whole new meaning. Wow, dude. That's fucked up. Kyle. Why did you never tell me that? I never told anyone. The only person left that knows about it is my sister. That's why we're so close. You certainly are close. Maybe too close. Steph... I don't want to just hold you hostage. If a di- If a divorce is what you want, let's get a divorce. Finally! I- I mean, thank you. I'm sorry for- Surprise! <laughs> you go, step, go! <laughs> Stupid knife. (laughs) Always getting stuck. Wait. He's right. We gotta bail. No. Huh? No way. You just punched a ghost in the face. I know someone who would have loved that. It's not a ghost. It's just a guy in a mask. See? Oh, hey. It's the dude that kept calling us to get us out here. That's right, it's me, Farmer Clayton. I was so excited when I found out you two were both coming out here on the same day. It was supposed to be so much fun. (laughs) All those people that went missing. I killed them! (laughs) I killed them! You can stop punching me now. I'm down. I know. Why? Why did you kill all those people? Whoa. I, too, would like to know the answer to that question. (laughs) It all started when I was younger. My parents had this prized pig. Her name was Pearl. They loved that pig. Sometimes I thought they loved her more than they loved me. And what made it all worse was that they made me take care of her all by myself. Well, one day I decided I had enough. And I killed old Pearl. And you know what? It felt good. It felt justified. When my parents found out when I done, <laughs> they were furious. And they were heartbroken. Like they lost a daughter. I, 
I couldn't take anymore. I snapped right there and I slaughtered them like I slaughtered old Pearl. And I disposed of Gemma, the only witness. I staged the whole thing to look like an accident. And then I moved out here and I started this result. The perfect cover for old Clayton, the murder machine. You did all this because of a pig? Jesus Christ! What are you, a psycho? <laughs> I'm not a psycho! <laughs> You're a psycho. So what now? Do we kill him? No. No. We tie him up and wait for the cops to get here. Make him stand trial. So the whole world knows what he did. For generations, the Clayton family will be known for this and not the little frozen sausages you get at the grocery store. You'll never turn old Clayton over to the cops. Talk about a home run. You knocked him out. Shut up, you delightful dipshit. Last Resort is a property of Fat Tangle Productions. The voice of Kyle was played by Sean Michael McGrory. The voice of Steph was played by Asia May. The voice of Chad was played by Michael Lannon. And the voice of Ryan, Clayton, Bob, and Randall was played by Matt Rodolfi. Sorry if we scared you a whole bunch with this dark, super intense audio slasher story, but we thought it was time to abandon the comedy in favor of something a little more dramatic. That's right, we're following in the footsteps of our idol, Jordan Peele. Praise be unto him. Jordan Peele. Praise be to Jordan Peele. Praise be to Jordan Peele. This has been a Fat Tango production. All right, everyone. Welcome back to Lost Loved Ones Anonymous. My name's Dr. Randall. Looks like we've got a few new faces today. Why don't we do some introductions? Bob, would you like to start us off? Fuck you, Randall. Okie dokie, moving right along. How about you, sir, in the sunglasses and the uh, backwards upside down visor? Hi, I'm Ryan, and I lost my partner Chad last month. He was brutally murdered with a chainsaw right in front of my own face. I got covered in blood. That's terrible. You see that group? How he's pushing through it with a smile? This is denial, pretending that you're okay when you're really not. I assure you, I'm devastated. This is just how I talk. It's okay. It's okay. You can let your guard down here. You can be vulnerable with us. I'm being very vulnerable right now, and I don't like your tone. Ryan, you need to be able to express your feelings without this fake veil that you wear over your true self. Hey! Fuck you, Randall! (laughs) I think I like this guy. 